Dangling After Dark with Dick Dangle, episode 513, features co-host Madeline Ray, special moisturizers, dirty money, listenership, and an interview with the incredible Natasha Nice. Warning, this show is only for adults who like sex. Does your dick hang low? Does it dangle to and fro? Can you tie it in a knot? Can you tie it in a bow? (laughs) Don't worry. Dick will be coming. Welcome to the Covert Nation. Here he is. Dick Jangle. Dick Hold on, let me get a drink. Okay, Hold on, let me a, get a drink. You get a drink. I will drink as well. Ahem. Are you ready now? Oh. We'll find out. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode. <laughs> oh my god! Did I, did I scare you? Yes. I apologize. I was so exuberant. Yeah, well, you know, I'm, I'm trying to bring the energy here. Oh Lord. So, so where was I? I don't remember. Oh, I remember. Five thirteen of dangling after dark with Dick Dangle. Welcome to the Pervert Nation. I am your host, Dick Dangle, and joining me for this episode, you already heard her voice, so you know who it is. It is the incredible fetish content creator extraordinaire. She is everything you could possibly want in a person doing an impression of an elephant and more. She is your fun guy, Femme Fatale, your mushroom maiden, the caterpillar concubine, the buxom butterfly bombshell, the pantyhose and plant princess, and the potato pimp, and the easily frightened Madeline Ray. How are you doing? If I can't fall asleep tonight, it's your fault. I hear. Oh, speaking of. So, what? because, like I mentioned in the last episode, I am doing some home repairs oh, God. to keep dust down i have Uh, suspended curtains you know from room to room because i don't have doors okay in the middle of the night a curtain and curtain rod break off the wall and smash to the floor and i'm someone that's easily wakened and i heard this noise i thought someone was breaking into the house and I, i you feel it i have I have a similar story because the shower head I have, it suction cups onto the wall. And like every six months, it's like, you know, what's funny? 2 a.m. Thump, blah, 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 blah. I can swing it around and bang it on the wall. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. (laughs) Yeah. So I actually have a baseball bat by my bed. And do you have a sock on it? Why would I have a sock on it? You got to put a sock on it. Okay. Yeah, put a sock on the end because if you go hit someone with a baseball bat, they're going to try to reach up and grab it. If you put a sock on it, they won't be able to grab it. Brilliant. You're welcome. Just fucking saved your life. No kidding. Ask how I know that. How do you know that? <laughs> I'm not telling. <laughs> Come on now. Yeah, so I grab my bat and I walk around the house and I realize what had happened. I'm like, huh. Oh. Yeah. So then it takes me two hours to fall back asleep. Yep. Uh-huh. Oh. But yeah, I apologize yeah. for frightening you. So, with this episode, you are going to get some talk between Madeline Ray and myself. 
And I have an interview for this episode with the incredible Natasha Nice. So I am thrilled to bring that to you. We will talk about it at the end of the first half. You will hear the interview in the second half. It's going to be a great time. Unless okay. I unless I continue to frighten you to the point where you become silent. It might happen. It Could might. you imagine me silent? <gasps> Gas. That would be crazy. Me. So... If you were to go silent, let's make it later in the episode. I'm going to have you talk a little bit here to open up before we oh, started recording. What am I opening up? Excuse oh, you. Oh, Excuse you, are, you, sir. You are opening for the listeners. <laughs> before we started recording, <laughs> you mentioned that you went down a rabbit hole. Mm -hmm. I want you to tell the listeners what you were looking at. I guess I have to ask why you were looking at it, and what did you discover? Well, okay, so first of all, it's not that crazy. I was just scrolling the Twitter timeline, and I'm like, whoa, 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 wait, wait, this looks out of the ordinary. What is it? <laughs> <laughs> and I go, it's, I don't know, can we can we mention the, the source of it? Uh, are you saying that, like, because they are not a sponsor of the show? Yeah, what does should it, I? What does it rhyme with? Lice. That doesn't Rice. help. No. I'll whisper it. It's vice. Oh, okay. I, yeah, no, you're good. You're good. Okay, all right. So anyway, I fucking <laughs> we, follow we vice all for whatever that. reason. Yeah. Um, Though I will because, say I pitched a show to them and I never heard back and I was kind of pissed. Do it again. Okay. Do it again. Um, babe, wake up. There's a fancy moisturizer for vulvas now. And I was like, well, I have a vulva and I'm curious why it needs moisturized. <laughs> okay. So I clicked it. Oh, that's not it. Fucking blinded by their wow, website because they don't have dark mode. <laughs> but I'm like, their products, they have my personal favorite and I probably need to buy this. The Midlife Magic Set. <laughs> Oh, wow. Okay. So what, what does um, the midlife magic set include? It includes a 1.7 fluid ounce bottle of everyday vulva moisturizer with organic botanicals. Uh, of course. Everyday body wash with organic botanicals. And then everyday body oil with organic botanicals. Mm. And I'm just like, why are we oiling our vulvas but they also make a butt ton of other products they've got um intimacy sex oil because you can't say lube <laughs> okay uh cbd they've got intimacy melts which i think are suppositories yes <laughs> they are suppositories wow. that look like i'm gonna go along the lines of like pelleted uh, guinea pig food that's corn colored oh, oh that's unpleasant that's a bad choice but go ahead <laughs> it does not look like it would be easy to insert it mm. looks like it might be abrasive okay. <laughs> um but apparently they are small and easy to insert okay all right i don't know if i'm feeling a i don't know how many are in here three pack for each all right so yeah there's like 16 of them for 60 bucks wow. <gasps> yeah that's what i said um 
there's some more suppositories, some more suppositories. I am feeling like big botanical and big suppository is taking over. Um, And then they have a three pack of booty melts. That sounds terribly unpleasant. What is that? Are are you ready? It's the same corn pellets. (laughs) Easy, breezy, juicy, peachy. Your journey to bottom bliss starts here with a three pack of the popular booty melts designed to support anal comfort and relaxation from within. Our all-natural booty melts deliver 150 milligrams of blah, 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 blah. So booty play is comfortable, pleasurable, and easier than ever. Huh. And you can get 12 of those, or 16 of those, sorry, I can't do math, for $102. That's a bargain at twice the price. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah, I don't either. It's like I kind of want to tweet out to them and be like, hey, I do some product testing for you <laughs> because I, I don't want to pay that much. But it also seems like they're definitely targeting like middle aged women. Oh, yeah. that I feel that from this company. Yeah. 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 The so only I, thing like any performer that you talk to when it comes to any kind of numbing Mm-hmm. or uh, desensitizing creams. They're like, don't do it. Because yeah. if something's going wrong, you won't know. So I don't know necessarily, like with the CBD, if it would be a numbing or if it would just be like a sphinctoral relaxation. Okay. You I know, gotcha. slightly different. Sphinctoral. But again. I like that. You're welcome. <laughs> Sphincteresque. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna. You have to send me that link. I'm gonna have to check that one out. Okay, that's right, that's hilarious. Right. I like I said, it was just like moisturizer for vulvas. Why? Why do we? Why am I rubbing botanical oils on my lips? Are they chapped? <laughs> am I hanging them out the car window like a dog's lips? Or just blah, blah, blah. <laughs> like I can see that, but yeah, you know. Yeah. Every like nice and tucked in the underwear everything's you know right. good humidity right or well moisturized <laughs> and i would imagine if you are touching it with moisturizer it's going to become double moisturized if you know what i'm saying well i mean yeah it's gonna feel like a fucking pound of you know lunch meat down there oh just slipping goodness. against itself <laughs> <laughs> i mean wait not a pound let's go with like three ounces okay that's better (laughs) what have you done to yourself don't worry about it leave me and my lips alone (laughs) the only thing that i've seen that vulva moisturizer would possibly (laughs) be good for is photography i used to see that a lot in mm-hmm. like the 90s to 2000s where when they mm-hmm. were doing close-up shots of women's naughty parts, they mm-hmm. were very glossy. Mm-hmm. It was hot. Uh, and I liked it. So maybe it would work. Who knows? I, but, but I mean, it's... Uh, I don't know. They're just... It, it feels like the wrong marketing gimmick for this sort of thing. What do you think they're missing? First of all, it's fucking expensive, but they're like intimacy intimacy Mm, 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 mm. okay and just using like keywords and shit yeah i was just saying it's for sex you want to you want to get raw and dirty with it just do it okay but also just the obsession with the suppositories i don't know if this is like the new wave thing 
Good question. But I don't know. Eek. <laughs> Eek. Oh, we have an, an intimacy botanical vape pen cartridge, too. What the hell is that? Ah, uh, overpriced. Let's see. Yeah. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. Okay. That's a $68 vape pen. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? The $68 That's incredible. Intimacy Botanical Vape Pen with CBD. Listen, if I'm spending 68 bucks on a vape pen, it better get me higher than a fucking kite. You are correct. Yeah, I can see what you mean by the over-wordage. Like, they're yeah. trying to... It's almost like they're trying to skirt an issue with language that doesn't exist. And you know what? I can see that now that I'm thinking about it, because I know some credit card processors are very anti right. any of those words. So, yeah. OK, I'll, you know, I'll give I'll be lenient now, now that I've thought about it a little better. Okay. Yeah. Each um, botanical vape delivers a puff of real peppermint and ginger. Hmm. <laughs> You're welcome. No. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's it's fun. Fun little find. I'll yeah, send no you the kidding. link to it. Yeah, please do. And we will have that link with the show notes to this episode at danglinafterdark.com. And it's funny that you actually bring up the word peppermint. I realized something over the last week or two. Uh, you have to be very, very careful about drinking certain energy drinks. Because what did you do? It actually wasn't me. But okay. once I realized it, it made me even more self-conscious than I already am. Nothing modern, I'll put it that way, gives you worse breath than specific energy drinks. They're rough. Yeah. And I think if they were to put mint in it, it might be better. <laughs> It'll change the flavor profile, but then you won't be absolutely killing people. They do have those lifesaver mints. You could just buy a pack with those. Get a little energy drink bundle. But you don't. Yeah, unless they physically came together, <laughs> you wouldn't buy it is the problem. Because most people don't realize that if they have a breath issue, mm. someone has to tell them that they have this issue. I did. I remember. I think it was probably from like high school, oh, but something about if you lick the inside of your wrist and let it dry and then smell it, that's what your breath smells like. Oh, weird. Yeah, but don't quote me on that. I was a long time ago. That makes me want to do it. I Literally, know, every it... listener is now going to lick their wrist, <laughs> let it dry, and see if their breath is bad. I got to do. All right, I'm doing it. <laughs> all right, we're gonna let that dry. Oh, God. Do it again. Would you, would you want me to turn profile on the camera? Let's just flick the tongue a little bit. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> we'll let that dry gotta... and come back in a minute or two. You're going to come back to it and smell it, and you're just going to be like, uh, yeah, I'll be like, pass out on camera. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. He's dead. That's right. Somebody call 911. I don't know where he lives, but call 911. The package hasn't arrived yet. I don't have his address. That's right. <laughs> yes, I sent a few people gifts. Uh, that is what she is referring to for the holidays. So, Thanks, boo. Of course. Now, in the same vein of bad breath from energy drinks. <laughs> all right. Uh. So 
I go to the award-winning Rick's Cabaret in the heart of downtown Pittsburgh, and I go to see good friend Kenna James. And we were trying to make an interview happen. Sadly, it did not. Things like that happen, but it's okay. I was still able to go and see her, support her at the stage, and have a good time and hang out with her a little bit. And she is lightning in a bottle when it comes to being on stage and getting people engaged. She'll climb off the stage and, you know, mm-hmm. be with the fans and mm-hmm. the patrons. And it's pretty awesome. And there was one guy who lost his mind. Like he was just, it was comical to watch the reactions that he was doing. Sure, he may have been a little inebriated, but you Mm -hmm. could tell these were true reactions coming from him. It was priceless. But I've talked about this on the show before. Mm -hmm. I'm going to talk about it again. People, please, for the love of all things on this planet, stop putting money in your mouth. Stop (laughs) it. It's disgusting before you get it, and now you're putting it in your mouth for someone to then take and reuse to make it even worse. There were, if I take a guess, four or five people at the stage doing this to her. Two of them were women, and the rest were men. And the women were having a blast. Don't get me wrong. They were as much the show as Kenna was. It was a lot of Mm -hmm. fun, but money is disgusting. Stop putting it in your mouth. Put it at the stage. Put it on your head. Put it on the bridge of your nose and try to get them to squeeze their butt cheeks to take it off. I don't care. Just don't put it in your mouth. Listen, listen. Oh, here she goes. You're not my supervisor. I struck a nerve. (laughs) No. No, I mean, yeah, it is is gross. But what if they, you know, what if they disinfected it before they they brought it in? Really? Really? Yeah, what if? I would imagine most of the time they get the singles from the club, which means these singles have already been places. They've seen stuff. They have the thousand-yard stare... (laughs) From the battles that they have been in. (laughs) Literally and figuratively, these bills have seen some shit. (laughs) Oh! Yo, sir! Well, you don't know what area of the Uh, thong they're going in. uh, uh, You know what? I did watch a dancer once take a whole-ass dollar bill off of somebody's head. And when she did, like, the little butt wiggle on there... Okay. The hair stuck up. Oh no! It was like, and I was like, oh, no. "Did they have hair product in?" Because their hair didn't look like it had product. <laughs> but it was like the, the there's something about Mary or what? The, the, yeah, yeah. It was the the foof. <laughs> and I was like, "Oh my god, that's the best." That... <laughs> I wonder if it smells weird. <laughs> <laughs> that gives me nightmares. Wow. It was pretty spectacular, though. Uh, oh, to see it happen to somebody else, yes. Oh, yeah, absolutely. The, the empath in me that imagines it happening to me is Bridges. like, oh, it, it's 
downright nauseating. I can't even imagine. You have to tip her again because it's a fucking hairstyle. True. Service. <laughs> Secondary service. <laughs> Just wait till she learns how to use the fucking scissors. Game over. Oh, yikes. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, yeah, please, people. We're all adults. I know you are going to the club to have fun. Don't put the dollars in your mouth. Just get a lap dance, get a private room, get a champagne room. Do something other than that. Yeah, because dysentery from dollars isn't cool. (laughs) Sounds like a game show from the 70s. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, all right. I'm going now that I have... Let my wrist dry sufficiently. Oh God! Let's see if you're right. So I'm good according to this. All right. Technique. It doesn't 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 have a, an aroma. No aroma. All right. I'm a big water okay. drinker though, so I'm sure that helps. You know, I think uh, like out of all of the episodes we've recorded, okay, there's maybe like a dozen that I've seen you actually drink water. Really? Yeah, you always usually have like a tea or a or a um. Not a Gatorade, but like oh, like a sports water. drink. Yeah, yeah, a sports drink, something. Yeah, every once in a while, I'll drink an energy drink, uh, a vitamin water, energy. Uh, but yeah, it's usually unsweetened iced tea or water. Yeah. Okay. Sweetened. Got it. Oh goodness! So let's see. I want to make sure we've gone through everything that we oh, wanted boy. to talk about. Uh, Volvo moisturizer, money and mouths. I did forget something. Why'd you forget? I forgot to talk about my end of the year Spotify statistics. <laughs> Your wrap up. My wrap up. <laughs> Interesting numbers, may I say. Okay. When it comes to people listening to the show, I have about 300 or so that I am their top 10 podcast. Yeah, bitch. Which is very, very cool. I have about 50 that it's their top podcast. So thank everyone. Awesome. Yeah, that is that absolutely blows me away. My listenership is definitely up because 83% of people who listen to the show joined for the first time this year. Oh, wow. Yeah, so that is excellent. Good job, bro. The most shared episode was Adela Divine? That was episode 367. Hmm. And the most listened to show was Gianna Michaels, episode 161. I cannot believe her fan base. They are rabid yeah. for anything that she is involved in. Because when, when was that recorded? Does it have a date on it? Oh, goodness. Being in the hundreds? Holy smokes. You'd have to look. I have to do such an odd backtrack to this. Because I interviewed Sophie D and Gianna Michaels for episode 108. Mm. And through Apple, that's not even available anymore. Because they put a limit on the amount of episodes you're allowed to put out. Apple. (laughs) So you're talking the fall of 2017. Wow. Yeah. Going back in time, baby. Yeah, no kidding. 
And, of course, the U.S. is my top country for listeners with 56 of my total streams coming through the U.S., which is not, like, a crazy amount. Like, I would have thought 80 85%, but about 56%, and my top five countries are just like last year. United States, United Kingdom, Canada, Australia, and Germany. Dang. Yeah. So it was very cool to see everything play out the way it did this year. I'm glad listenership is up. I'm glad people are enjoying what I am doing because it seems like I have a lot more people listening, but I my amount of rabid fans, to use that term again, is becoming a little bit tighter. Yeah. So, But that's okay. I'm all right with that. Good job. Thank you very much. I'm happy with it. So I'm going to try and do a deep dive to all the platforms that I'm on to see exactly exactly what's going on out there. Give everybody good numbers. Good luck. Thank you. So with this episode, as I mentioned, you get an interview with Natasha Nice. So thank you very much to Rising Star PR for the opportunity to speak with her again. I spoke with her a while back. We had a great time. That was a very well-received interview, and I know this one is going to be well-received as well. In my introduction, when it comes to me doing my little pre-open, I say basically I didn't know how she could become more popular, and she has, because she is unbelievably popular. And over the time since the last interview, she has gotten even more. And she deserves it. She has earned it. She's amazing at what she does. But to actually see her get more popular is absolutely amazing, and I'm so happy for her. We have a great conversation. We talk about some personal things. We talk about some professional things when it comes to shooting and content creation, but we also talk about her award nominations that people can vote for. So make sure you listen for those links and opportunities to be able to vote for her. And hopefully we will be finding out soon if I am once again, if I I apologize, dear Madeline, if we are once again nominated We need little Dahlia's on a stick so we can poke her up, too. I'm sorry, what? (laughs) We need little Dahlia faces on a stick so we can be like, look, Dahlia's part of it, too. And then I'll send her one of mine or you or you can be in charge. You can have one of each. So, you know, you can be like us and then hold up the the missing person. (laughs) (laughs) The problem is if I put your likenesses on sticks. Don't be a pervert. I'm I'm. No. I'm going to cut a hole. Oh my god. In the mouth and <laughs> Well, better than the eye socket, so I guess well, thank you. I'm not yeah. a monster. <laughs> yeah, okay, says the guy with curtains hanging all over his house. What? I, it's to keep oh. dust down. Oh uh, yeah, exactly what a serial killer would say. It's not like I have a sex doll in my studio just oh, yeah. as a uh-huh. schoolgirl. Yeah. Though yep. that's what I, they all say. Can I tell you? Is she great? We haven't had an intimate moment yet. It's going to happen soon. Are y'all on like second base? Oh, oh. She's on second base with everybody. 
<laughs> and I mean everybody, because this is just between you and I and the listeners, uh-huh. mm-hmm. Madeline. Every once in a while, Mama Dangle will come into the <laughs> studio, and uh, she's not afraid to slap around some titties, is all I'm saying. <laughs> she comes up there with the wooden spoon wearing her apron after a hard day, and she's just like, whap! Right, yeah. She, the, her only issue with the doll is it doesn't have a head. <laughs> you know what? I'm just going to... I have a mannequin head in my closet that I painted. <laughs> I was going to get a but, styrofoam one. Yeah. No, that's exactly what it is. But right. it's a boy head. But maybe uh, maybe for I'll, I can get you a girl one. Yeah. I'll paint you a girly one. Oh, that, what that color eyes nice. do you like? Um, either green or brown. Okay. I, I like right. all eyes. I like eyes that like me. Okay, creep. Exactly what a serial killer would say. I don't want to <laughs> limit my target dating demographic. Your target dating demographic. Oh. <laughs> it rubs the lotion on the skin. <laughs> Noted a basket and a painted mannequin head. Right. Got it. He has the basket on his and screen. a length of rope. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I have to pull a rope in the studio right now. That surprises me. Why? Eye roll. Oh, okay. I was like, what? (laughs) Kidding me? So let's get back to the person at hand. So thank you. Yeah, (laughs) sorry. That's what we do here. Thank you very much to Natasha once again for doing the interview. I had a blast speaking with her, and I have a feeling she's got some awards coming this award season, this January. So let's wrap this up so the fine listeners can listen to said Natasha Nice. And I just ran out of gas. Did you see it happen? Yeah, I like, saw that. Wow. Yeah, you went blank. I went blank. Just words completely left. You're like, wait a minute. Where did I leave that that severed thing in the <laughs> curtain room? <laughs> <laughs> Which toe should I send Madeline? <laughs> All of that. All of that. All of that. And I know the listeners had a blast listening to you, fine Madeline Ray. Uh Thank you for being on the show once again. Welcome. It's the least I could do. You're the sweetest. My favorite podcast person. Oh, that's very nice. I I would hope I would be your favorite considering you are a co-host on the show. (laughs) Well, you know. (laughs) I'm a co-host, but God, I hate this show. Oh, fuck. <laughs> throwing him a bone. Oh. Speaking of throwing bones, where can people yeah. find you to enjoy your content? You can find me at MadelineRay.com. And then for things that aren't so bone throwing, <laughs> more real life, okay. you can find me over on Twitter at Madeline Ray. And every now and then on Instagram, Miss.MadelineRay. Very, very me. nice. Do I follow you on uh, Instagram? I'm pretty sure. I just rarely post because, 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 because I'm too busy with other things. For hey, I I hear you, <laughs> I hear you. So my information is dickdangle.com for the links page. Dangling After Dark is the website where you can directly download the episodes. 
And I am at the Dick Dangle on Twitter, Dangling After Dark on Instagram. Yeah, I think that's about it. And as I said, Chicago 2024, I will see you there. So, everybody, enjoy my interview with Natasha Nice. Thank you, one and all, for listening to this episode. Please take care of yourselves and the people around you. Pay for your porn and support amazing content creators like Natasha Nice like Madeline Ray and all of the incredible performers and content creators that you have heard on this show, find something that feeds your soul and do it as often as you possibly can. Make sure that your vulva is well moisturized when you go to the club to not put disgusting money in your mouth. And of course, dangle on. Very nice. You know what? I had fucking dollars oh, over here. I could have singles. <laughs> Disinfect them first. <laughs> oh, make it rain, Madeline. Make it rain. <laughs> My whopping four dollars. <laughs> <laughs> That's about all I'm worth. Yeah. Hey, come on now. Same here. Don't worry. <laughs> mm. Don't worry. Dick will be coming back. Hi, this is Romy Rain, and you're listening to Dangling After Dark with Dick Dangle. I hope it hangs low and steady for you. Mm, he's recovered and ready to go again. Welcome back to the pervert nation. Here he is, Dick Dangle. When I last spoke to this phenomenal performer, I wasn't sure how much brighter her star could get. Almost two years later, and I can safely say that it's brighter than ever. She has recently worked with Elegant Angel, Brazzers, Girlfriend Films, Bang Bros, Adult Time, Digital Playground, and so many more, keeping her fans and followers well-stocked with incredible scenes. Add to that her own content, and this XRCO MILF Performer of the Year and Hall of Famer shows no signs of slowing down. Please welcome back to the show the unstoppable Natasha Nice. How are you doing? Hello. <laughs> wow, thank you for that intro. I'm feeling myself now. <laughs> That's I good. feel great. <laughs> I tell my guests that they just need to either record that or just have me follow them around. Yeah. And be their hype person. I love it. You're great at it. No, thank I you. <laughs> so I'm good. Oh, good, good. So before we get started with this conversation, can you please tell everybody where they could find you online and on social media? Of course. Yeah, you guys can definitely find me on Twitter. That's my main social media. It's twitter.com forward slash be nice Natasha, B-E-N-I-C-E, Natasha. Where else? That's like my main my main thing. I'm also on OnlyFans.com forward slash Be Nice Natasha. And you can find me on my web, my live webcam shows occasionally, which is NatashaNice.CamModels.com. 
Very nice. Now, I know you probably have fans that are voting for you when it comes to the different fan awards that you can get with the awards coming out now. What are you running for in the different award systems? So um, I am nominated for MILF Performer of the Year by ABN and XBiz, and then I also got um, uh, Best Sex Scene from XBiz. And right now there's a voting sort of period going on until January 20th for the XBiz MILF Performer of the Year Award, and that's the one that I'm hustling like a, like a crazy person. <laughs> I have to, like, tone myself down because I do it too much. <laughs> Well, but can you really do it too much? Because no, that's you what really social can't. Media but is. I just want to give the fans a little bit of balance. You know, some vote for me, some here are my boobs and my butt. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I give, you give. Oh, that's very sweet of you. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! So it is very lovely to have you on the show again, and it's truly amazing to watch the continued growth and evolution of your career. Are you ready for some numbers to consider? Um, yes. Okay. So about two years ago, the last time we talked, you were top 50 in Pornhub and you had over 201 million video views. You are now Mm -hmm. number 19 with 472 million video views. And you had about 278,000 subscribers and now you have Mm 417,000 subscribers. Then there's Twitter where at that point you had 747,000 followers. Now you have a million and to watch your continued growth evolution work ethic are incredible with you're very welcome with such an amazing and decorated career how do you keep the process of shooting and being on social media fun and fresh and what keeps you motivated and moving forward yeah so i mean i used to kind of think oh my gosh this is so much i have to do it really perfectly. Everything has to be organized. Everything needs to be accounted for, scheduled on the books. And now I realize that to do it successfully, there needs to be an element of like leniency and like relaxation and like just letting things happen. So if I want to shoot content that day, that's what I do. If I want to post on my Twitter in that moment, that's what I do. I don't like force myself to do the whole 9am five days a week posting kind of thing. It's just, I let, um, my own creative inspiration tell me what to do. That kind of makes it a self-motivating, you know, operation. And when it comes to that, I talk to a lot of performers that some do very well with that delicate balance and some struggle with it where it is that because you are your product, where do you find that fine line of, okay, I need that self-care and I need a kind of a reboot and, okay, I need to hustle because I want to stay relevant. Um, well, I, I feel like I get stronger periodically because I take the breaks when I need them. And then I hustle hard, as hard as I can when that time comes. And then occasionally I will hustle too hard or maybe I'll take too long of a break. And then in those moments, I like kind of self reflect and analyze. And that's where I learn a better way of doing things. So, um, it's kind of just over time, you find ways to perfect the, um, the assembly line. (laughs) Yeah. So with working with so many studios and doing so many topics and genres in the industry, 
Are there still topics and genres that you wish you had a chance to shoot more of, or do you use those as an opportunity with your own content? Um, I mean, the movies that I film in mainstream definitely affect what I enjoy to masturbate to at home. Um, you know, just because I'm doing them every so often. And so I'm kind of like, Ooh, that's kind of hot. So then I end up thinking about that later. Um, but I also might come up with like new ideas. I look around, I look on social media and see if something's trending. Like obviously costume play is a very big thing. And so I have like a million costumes set for my Christmas updates. And I don't, I haven't gotten into the script writing part of those yet. I'm kind of, again, waiting for inspiration to strike. So it's a little bit of both. Yeah. You have always been very popular and award worthy. But as I mentioned, the award season coming up has found you nominated for quite a bit. Mill Performer of the Year for both AVN and Xbiz, plus nominations for Best Sex Scene Featurette, Vignette Movie of the Year, Best MILF Movie or Limited Series. And that, as we mentioned, doesn't count your fan awards. And just congratulations on all Thank of you. Do you get excited for the awards? Like, do you start preparing acceptance speeches or do you try to remain <laughs> cool about the process? Okay, so this year I won a couple awards in the first half of the year and I was I was up for the award. I wasn't sure if I was going to win because I hadn't really won anything before. And I just went in like, oh, I'll just do my acceptance speech as it comes, right? But uh, there's so much anxiety when you're walking up there. And so much stress and you want to thank everybody and you want to do it right that I just kind of blurted out whatever words. So I think going into these award ceremonies, I will definitely have something prepared. I will, you know, I might even like have a little notepad in my boob and pull it out if I win. So (laughs) a little penis shaped note paper. I don't know. I haven't (laughs) decided yet, but I'm definitely going to be more um, conscientious of what I say. I can see you having a long scroll on a dildo. (laughs) I appreciate that. Yeah, they're definitely like at least 10. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So as you mentioned, you did win Best Milk Performer at the 2023 Night Moves Awards. Mm -hmm. Do you think that's a good sign for what's coming next or do you not want to jinx it? Um, I think there are too many variables to maybe say that there's a correlation between Night Moves, XRCO, and anything that's coming in January. Um, I would like to, but is it a good one? Is it a bad one? I don't really know. I'm not really deep inside the minds of the deciders, but um, I don't know. (laughs) I'm just hoping and I'm putting in the work and I'll leave the results to those who make them. I like the idea of the deciders. That sounds like a, a dirty movie that needs to be written. I know, right? Where they call each model in like, okay, you're nominated. Why should we give it to you? Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of like that. (laughs) Now, I guess an important question is, do you have your dresses ready? I don't have my dresses ready. I'm trying to visualize. I think I might go with gold for expos. Um, uh, Yeah, but I might also just keep it like I always do and maybe do blue or a royal color. I'm really into red lately, just burgundy red, blood red, like my hair. Oh, very nice. Yeah, it's it feels like a very mature color. 
Oh, that's a, that's very well put. I like that. Yeah, and my mom's super into red, like red lipstick, red hair bands. So I think I'm maybe just taking after her. Oh. <laughs> now I imagine you'll be doing the X3 Expo in AVN. Am I correct in that? Uh, yes. Oh. As of today, actually, I decided on definitely doing AVN. Oh, very nice. Now, when it comes to the convention circuit part of it, how do you choose how long you're going to be on the floor meeting fans? And how do you choose what you do over that week when it comes to maybe shooting content? Or, I mean, you really don't need to network at this point. Everyone knows you. But, you know, how do you choose what your week looks like? Um, well, for the conventions, I prioritize the signing. So, um, signing at the table or the booth. And then if there are hours where I'm not signing for a company, then I'll sign at my agent's booth and, you know, sell the fans merchandise. I usually, the hours kind of fly by when I'm signing for fans, just because it's, it's so much going on and it's so much excitement. So yeah, I definitely can do like a full day. I might have to take my shoes off at one point, but I can do like a full day. No problem. I don't know how performers do it in trying to be that person that is dressed up and is wearing the fancy footwear. Like it, my feet hurt for you. Yeah. Well, last year I started off in like, I like planned all my outfits, you know, perfectly epically and the, they looked really good and the shoes looked really good. And then by the end of the day, I was, I would like put my flats back on that I went to walk through. So I might even bring like slippers you know, just keep it real. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'll be showing some cleavage, but I'm going to be wearing slippers. That's right. <laughs> now, your fans continue to show their love with you being listed at number five in the top selling straight stars category for AEBN's top stars of the third quarter of 2023. Ooh. For those hoping to reach any level of success in the industry, what does it take to maintain and grow such a dedicated fan base? Cause you have unbelievably vocal fans. Yeah, I have definitely noticed that they are, they are super, super dedicated and I love them for that. Um, I don't know. It's kind of hard to say because sometimes as a performer, you just do and then they respond and you're not even really sure what you did because you're like, oh, this is just what I do naturally. Um, I think I am, I'm also a webcam model. You know, I hop on my webcam several times a month. And so I just have a certain personality that gets along really well with fans. Um, I used to watch a lot of porn when I was 17, maybe 16. <laughs> um, and I've just always kind of been one of the fans in that sense where I like I can get lost staring at a girl's butt or just watching a certain porno. So I think me and the fans just kind of have like an identification with each other. So it might be partly that. Also boobs. Well, there's that. <laughs> when it comes to being a fan of the industry, what do you like to watch? And are there certain positions that you like to watch but don't necessarily like to do? Oh, that's a good question. Um, sometimes reverse can be a little bit much, but I love watching it. Yeah, same. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. But I love doing reverse too because it's just so much boob. But my boobs are so heavy that like as soon as I come down on the dick, it like all the gravity wants me to stay there. So I get a little tired after a while, but I keep going. <laughs> <laughs> that's what makes you a professional. 
I suppose so, yeah. <laughs> In talking about that, you do cam shows, you do live shows on OnlyFans, and as you said, you do several a month. And I don't – I can't imagine having – the time to do it with how your shooting schedule is, but I'm sure in having that consistency, especially when it comes to being with the fans that has helped with the popularity. But when you do these shows, are they more of a relaxed atmosphere or do they have themes and you really put on a show? What can someone hopping on to watch expect? Yeah, it kind of depends on, it kind of depends. They're kind of always different. Sometimes I go through, phases where I just want to give my fans no matter what, like two shows a week and to, you know, to make it fit with all the other scenes I'm doing, that will be more relaxed. I, I did one not too long ago where I just showed up naked, no makeup, nothing. And we just did that. Um, and then we'll just kind of do whatever the fans want, like oil or something. But other times I take it more seriously, like especially for like Halloween or for Christmas coming up, I'll definitely think about the whole outfit and like some scenarios, but I just do whatever the fans want me to do so I don't always necessarily need to show up with a theme they kind of tell me what they want okay. yeah now in going into some recent scene releases you had one release for fuck pass VR in which you play a French fashion mogul Mm -hmm. <laughs> you mentioned in the press release that you love shooting VR, and I know it can take a while to get used to shooting VR. What is it about it that you love so much? Yeah, well, I guess just talking about live shows, it's really that because when I do uh, my live shows, I get so used to talking to the fans through the camera that VR is very similar where the male performer doesn't really engage at all so it's just me and the camera it's not like I have the male performer fucking me or talking to me in a certain way that I respond to it's all up to me that entire interaction even to some extent the interaction of the viewer so I think I'm just used to doing it on webcam so for VR it just kind of flows naturally and the directors always compliment me so it kind of yeah it just seems like one of my best things to do I Best kinds of scenes. Yeah. yeah, I never even thought about that. That's uh, that's brilliant, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, it um, it definitely helps to try different things and apply them in different ways. Also, in that scene, you speak French. Now, mm -hmm. let's be honest. How often do you get <laughs> that opportunity in the industry? Because if not, this is an incredibly untapped opportunity. <sighs> Um, I do it in my solo videos for my OnlyFans. I do it on webcam a bunch, uh, my gold shows and everything, but I don't often do it in mainstream movies. That was probably the first, maybe the second time, but if it wasn't the first, then the first was a million years ago. Um, oh, actually, no. The first was in this thing called My Virtual Maid Natasha. I was like literally 18 years and a month old. I think. And so this fuck past VR scene was probably the first scene where I've spoken French in a very long time. Um, I guess there's just not as big of a market for it because there's, you know, always, always a scenario and it needs to be communicated in English, which is a bummer. Because yeah, it makes me think of this because, you know, French is obviously a love language. Do mm -hmm. you ever say very basic or unsexy things to people in French to make them swoon? Like it has nothing to do with what you're saying. It's just how you're saying it. Like I'm sure it's gotten you out of yes. the traffic ticket. I could literally say 
um, there's dog shit under my shoe. And if I say it <laughs> the way that I enjoy speaking French, um, yes, they're going to swoon. <laughs> okay, so uh, since you lost like, that one Let me one say it there, for please. you. Let yes, me please. say it for you. Hang on. Hang on. Um, J'ai de la merde de chien sous mon, sous mon talon. Yeah, you're exactly right. Well, I was also batting my eyelashes, but you can't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seriously. Here, here's my checkbook. That's how that works. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that's, that's impressive. <laughs> so my mother is from Germany, and beyond having to do some translating for the family, uh, she will slip from English to German and not realize it. Does that happen to you where you turn to someone and you just start speaking French and they have no idea what you're saying? Um, no, because I catch it, but I grew up <clears throat> listening to and speaking French in the household. So nowadays, if I get very close to somebody... For some reason, I'll just want to start speaking to them in French. Like if I want to tell them something that and so other people can't hear, my instinct is to just, oh, I'll just say it in French. And then I'm like, wait, this person doesn't speak French. <laughs> yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. So and sometimes I talk to myself in French. Oh, that's very interesting. Yeah. It's like the, my French attitude comes out when I'm kind of like, I don't know. It's a different. It's a little bit of a different attitude, and so at that point, I'll just speak to myself in French instead of English. It makes me want to learn another language better. Wow, French is fun. Yeah. <laughs> you had another scene, a VR scene, released recently from VR Cosplay X called Resident Evil Village Lady <laughs> Dimitrescu, a triple X parody, in which mm -hmm. you are playing that character. Were you familiar with the character before the scene? I was not. I looked her up and I was like, oh, fuck yeah. I cannot wait to shoot this scene. It is going to be so hot because she's hot. Yeah, she's very hot. Yeah the, yeah, the threads on her character online are pretty hilarious. <laughs> I know. It's What's the word? Gooning? Yes. Yes. thousand <laughs> percent. Now, you also worked in Parasited with Kendra Sunderland and Blake mm -hmm. Blossom, mm -hmm. and that has a horror theme as well. Do these types of roles get you excited creatively and maybe help you in developing your own ideas for content? Because it also makes me want to ask, are you a horror fan? Um, oh, I'm a horror fan if I can watch it with somebody else in the room. Um, <laughs> because I get very into movies, so... Yeah, I mean, I will jump at every – I'm a sucker. Um, but, yeah, that's a good question. No, I didn't, like, I didn't really go home thinking of, hey, should I do, like, a kind of a creepy video. But I would – sometimes I do think it would be fun to do creepier things. Like, I don't know if I should say it. Um, like, blood in a bathtub or something like that. Um, but I just don't know who would buy it. Gotcha. Well, yeah. it may be something to put out to your fans. Yeah, and ask them about it. I just don't want them to worry about me. They worry about me sometimes. Uh, that makes sense. You do seem very empathetic because if you're kind of getting into movies like that, I would imagine that is an empathetic trait. What what kind of movies? Uh, the, into the horror movies, like where you know you jump at things because you're so intense on it. 
Yeah, I definitely want the characters to survive. And like when the cops show up, I'm like, oh, thank God, they'll be fine. <laughs> um, even though they're never fine, the cops always die. So Right, right exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Now, when it comes to maybe not caring for horror movies so much, when you do those roles, do you go back and watch it and see what they did with you? Because in Parasited, it's cool. <laughs> um, I did have a chance to watch the Parasited scene with Blake and Kendra, yes. And it was cool. And it was even a little bit funny. Mm-hmm. Like when I'm looking for them in the living room and they just kind of pop up behind the couch. I was like, this is amazing. Um <sighs> Yeah, it 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 looks very real. Yes. Obviously, it looks very real and it's very convincing especially because it's so like ew, you know, so you definitely can get into it more because you're resisting it, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So on the other end of the spectrum, I love the oopsie scene you did with Emma Rose and Ariel Demure. Mhm. I love when performers Thanks. Oh, you're very welcome. I love when performers can be sexy and fun or funny. You may have scenes and moments, but with the library of work that you've done, do you think that people don't appreciate or get to see your sense of humor as much as you would like when you shoot for studios? I don't know. I think overall, like in a good year of work, they definitely see a lot of me. And I have been told by a lot of fans that I'm very funny, but not all the roles. Definitely not all the roles will showcase those aspects of my personality. Yeah, but Oopsie's Oopsie's great. Yeah. It was, you know, it was funny for everybody. It was respectful. And Emma and Ariel are gorgeous and so fun to be around. So, and it just, it sounds comical, you know, like Oopsie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so you know what you're going to get. So in a personal way, what makes you laugh? Oh, so many things. Um, so many things, but also when I watch like stand up, I... I get so disappointed. I'm like, none of this is funny. Um, I don't know. I guess just in conversations with people, I like to, I like to shoot the shit. I like to flirt. I like to be kind of just my dorky self or whatever. So in a lot of conversations with a lot of people, I just laugh a lot. Who do you like when it comes to stand up? Do you have anybody? Oh gosh. Um, Margaret Cho is funny. Okay. Eliza, what's her last name? Uh, Schlesinger. Eliza Schlesinger is awesome. She has this bit where she compares a man to the Kraken. It's so fucking funny. Um, I'm trying to think of, I used to really like like Jim Jeffries and Louis C.K., but I haven't, I think I saw some new stuff from Jim Jeffries, but it just didn't hit the same. Um, Dave Chappelle is still pretty funny, which is awesome. Yeah. Those are the main guys. Gotcha. Yeah. I'm sure you get asked to be a part of a lot of projects, be it in or outside of adult, or have your likeness on a lot of products. How do you choose what to be a part of or what is worth your time and effort? Um, I like things that are sexy. So if it's not a sexy kind of product, I don't really see how, you know, we should be working together, I guess. Um, I'm definitely like a, a porn star. So the idea of like venturing out and like, I don't know, like putting my face on pots and pans, I see that it's very, you know, financially awesome, but I just, I'm not inspired. What else? Something sexy, kind of wholesome, like woman next door kind of thing, a little bit 
elegant but with a bad side. Yeah. Sex toys. Oh, there you go. Well, you do have your Doc Johnson toy. I do have my main squeeze in my pocket pussy, so those are awesome. And I'm going to speak to them hopefully soon because I don't know why we haven't made a mold of my tits yet. Oh, so I I need to get back in there and get in their ear. I don't know if you remember the last time that we talked, but when we did, I went through some of your social media to find posts to ask you about. Mm-hmm. I remember. Yeah. So, do you have? <laughs> what to have find... I said lately? <laughs> uh, are you willing to answer a couple more questions? Of course. Uh, yeah. So, about a week ago, you put out how it's going, and basically, what this was was a nice video of you snowboarding. Oh. We talked about your love of snowboarding the last time we talked, but do you ever try tricks while riding down a hill, or is it just kind of an easy and chill ride? Um, it's We're still in the easy, chill ride phase of my snowboarding journey, but the other day we did, like, me and my friend, we did the bunny slope, and then I was like, okay, I'm done with the bunny slope. I got it. I know how to not fall. So let's go on to the next one. And the next one started off as an easy run and kind of ended off as a medium run. So it was much steeper. And at that point, I accidentally went too fast that I felt like I caught some air. And then I just started breaking and like fell on my butt. Um, So I think maybe in like two, three years, I don't know how long it's going to take me, but I wouldn't try anything like that until I was like really solid on a lot of the runs. So what you're saying is you're not like Vin Diesel and you won't outrun an avalanche. I mean, not at this stage. That's for sure. The avalanche will outrun me. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Now is liking to snowboard a prerequisite to date you? No, but it helps because snowboarders are so hot. (laughs) (laughs) So I don't know. I mean, I hear they're kind of assholes too, but I can work with that. (laughs) What is up with that? Yeah, surfers too, but they're a little nicer. (laughs) Have you had any snowboarding related injuries or have you witnessed any? Because I've only been skiing a couple times in my life, and I watched someone eat it hard. Um, I haven't witnessed one. I think that would that would suck. Um, I've definitely heard of a bunch, you know, like bones popping out and like being paralyzed and stuff, um, which is why I'm gonna keep it slow. No, I haven't had any. The first time that I learned last year, a girlfriend and I we went up and. I just fell so much and I didn't know about um, butt pads yet or knee pads. So I fell so much on my ass. I came home with a huge bruise, like right next to my butthole. Um, And then my friend suggested that I get like these pads from Amazon and now I wear them. I sport them proudly. Maybe that is your product line. Maybe you could do some snowboarding outerwear and snowboards themselves. I mean, that could be a thing. I like maybe. It's definitely more interesting than pots. (laughs) That is very true. Uh, Perhaps. I have to get good, though. I can't be like, oh, look, buy my snowboard gear and I like suck. That's lame. (laughs) You're not wrong. Yeah, Yeah, they're going to be like, you're not a snowboarder. (laughs) <laughs> but when you're you, I'm sure yeah, you yeah. get a little bit more grace out of that. 
maybe just like an adventure thing. Cause I do go on a lot of adventures. One season I want to surf one season. I want to snowboard one season. I want to do puzzles. Um, you know, so I just do a lot of different things. Okay. Would you ever go skydiving? I have been skydiving. So every year since I turned 30, my birthday's in the summer and I'll typically try to do something ocean related. And I think the year that I turned 32, I skydove um, over Monterey Bay. Oh, very so nice. fun. So cool. Gorgeous. Yeah. Wow. I'm jealous now. <laughs> well, I'm currently trying to convince my cousin to go with me, but she keeps getting cold feet. So, yeah, we'll see. So, it is scary. So, uh, Not going to lie. It, now, for a lot of people, they believe the second time is scarier because you know what to prepare for. Do you feel that way? No, I'd say it's the opposite because I know that like the first time when I, as soon as the plane took off up until then I was fine. But when the plane took off, I kind of was like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, why am I doing this? This is crazy. Um, but then as soon as we like tipped out of the plane, it was just, it was just so such an adrenaline rush. It was fucking amazing. So knowing that that fear is going to come, but then it's going to be awesome. I think that would make the experience a little bit easier. Very cool. Now, that is very adventurous. Would you ever think of doing like the bungee jump off the stratosphere in Vegas? I've done that too. Oh, and that's not that's not free fall. No. Unfortunately, you're like there's whatever you're connected to is connected to another thing that's connected to the building. So there's definitely resistance all along, you know, the path, mm-hmm. which is a bummer. It's kind of boring to be honest, but What's crazy is that when you get up there, there's like five guys and these guys look like Navy fucking seals. And then they're like, okay, now just go stand over there on that ledge. And I'm like, what? <laughs> um, they're like, no, 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 just stand there. You'll be fine. We're going to hook you up. No big deal. And then you kind of like get a little closer and they're like, okay, we're going to count down from three and you're just going to jump. And you have all of Las Vegas. I went at night too. So it's like all of Las Vegas and so much floor that it's it's definitely intimidating but once you jump it's kind of just like chill little ride down oh that's cool do you dive head first or do you do you go down feet first uh feet first wow interesting yeah yeah that was fun you are it's really it's just about that one moment where you just do it and then the rest takes care of itself because it's gravity Mm, it's just like yeah it's just some uh, your own personal mind fuck i guess (laughs) Uh, you you are a badass, a true badass. Thank you, thank you. I like to do a lot of things. I'm like a tourist. <laughs> now the next post I would like to ask you about. This was a Thanksgiving post, and you wrote, "Can we just admit that turkey is dry <laughs> and leave the poor bird alone?" I just think about all the turkeys that have died for this freaking holiday that we could do any other day of the year. You don't need to just be like, oh, it's the day of giving thanks. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's And you're right. It's not the best tasting bird. Like, <laughs> yeah, like rabbits better. Oh, I'm not saying we should hunt rabbits, but I mean, we're already killing chickens. Why not just do chicken? Yeah, it's that simple. Yeah. <laughs> so do you like any, like, like I like chicken, but I'm not a big fan of dark meat. Is, okay. is that your thing? Do you like more white meat than dark meat? But the, everyone's like, oh, the dark meat's where all the flavor is. But to me, it's texture, and I'm not a fan. Like, what is your process? 
I mean, I guess the dark meat does have a lot of flavor too, and the white meat does get kind of dry, but I usually just go for the white meat because I know how to season it or whatever. Okay. Yeah. So how good of a cook are you? Um, if I have a recipe and instructions, I'm amazing. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes. I can do it to the T. I can follow the rules. Um, if I have to create something myself, it's, you know, 50-50. Okay. Yeah. Now, the next post I would like to ask you about, you wrote, sweating like a motherfucker never hurt nobody. Retweet if you agree. And you are in a sauna. Yes. I've only done a sauna or steam room a few times in my life, and it's hot. Um, The only things I ever really got out of it is it helped when I drank too much. It helped kind of get it through my pores and system better. Um, Yeah. How do you use it? Is it just that self-care? Is it part of a workout routine? Um, Yeah, it's really good post-workout. Um, so I use it for that. I also do my stretches in there. Like I stretch my hips in there. I do like, yeah, I spread my legs a lot in there to be honest. Um, so I just, I use it to keep limber. I use it to keep my skin clean and, and looking smooth. What else is part of your self-care routine? Um, well, after snowboarding, I had something going on. So I went and saw a chiropractor uh, occasionally I'll have like a problem, um, from like holding my big dildos and my Hitachis for too long. Um, so I'll go do acupuncture. Every problem has its own little solution depending on the, depending on the severity. I like to do yoga sometimes, stretches, water, vitamin C, just a lot of, it depends on the problem. Yeah. Every week has different problems or different things that need improving. Yeah. So when yeah. you say you have an issue from holding dildos and Hitachis too long, is this like carpal tunnel? Is this a shoulder thing? Like I, I, I would oh. never think of that as an issue. That's crazy. Yeah, I did actually one time I was doing these webcam, this webcam contest and my crazy ass just decided to like, fuck it, I'm going to go all night. Um, and so from like holding the dildo one way to pound it, but also keeping it to the side so the camera could see. And then with my other hand having the Hitachi um, and it needs to be right in the right spot or I'm not going to come. So yeah, doing that all night long, like I kind of woke up with like a funky wrist. So that's when I started doing the acupuncture. But last contest, it was actually kind of funny because I was doing like every single fan wanted me to like fuck a dildo with my boobs and so I was just constantly just like like holding my boobs up picking them up and stroking the dick and then um like leaning my head in to like suck on my nipple and after a while I kind of got like a tightness in my shoulder that I had to have a masseuse um like get out and he was like so where uh do you think this came from uh what do you do for a living do you sit a lot and I was like I was like um well I'm kind of a streamer and and I didn't really like get into specifics but I was like so it was more of just like doing a repetitive motion and then I just felt it kind of tense up and he's like okay okay you know (laughs) he had to like be all professional (laughs) yeah it was kind of hot (laughs) yeah i'm sure you have a lot of those opportunities because you are that person that is open and friendly and then people either say oh 
you know, maybe you look familiar to them. Oh, I think I know you. Or, you know, what do you do for a living? And you have just, it's such a delicate balance to walk around that and not feel like you're going to just blow this person's brain out of their head. Just like, a, oh, you know. Yeah, I do it very properly. You know what I mean? I like, I do it gently. You know, I'm like a, like a freaking teacher. You know, I just, I know that they're going to be nervous. I know that they're going to be scared. So I just do it gently. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Like a politician. No, no, like genuinely gentle. Oh, okay. <laughs> like I genuinely care to not, you know, freak them out or, or affect their manhood. Gotcha. Yeah. When uh, if you're not genuinely delicate, you're definitely a politician. Um, <laughs> the last tweet I would like to ask you about. You wrote, "Power dynamics turn me off and bore me. Can we <laughs> just? Were ask <laughs> Can we just like fuck? So this is." Very interesting to me. What made you say this and why is this for you? Like, do you feel that men overcomplicate things because they're trying to impress you? Men, women, people with authority, people without authority, people who are just testing for possible friendship. I feel like everybody's doing a power play. Everybody's trying to compete. And I'm like, I don't want to. I just want to connect on an even on an even level. That's all. So is that just uh, maybe a process of social media that people have that almost adolescent way of trying to connect with people instead of kind of having that adult way of just going, Hey, let's see if we connect. Um, I mean, we are an entertainment business, so there is that. And there is obviously some amount of it to just let go of and accept that it is what it is. And it's probably a little bit is even good for you. But I think just in general, we just live in a society where people are just trained to um, capitalize. And so they're kind of really insecure. And I'm kind of like, a, I don't know, like a bad bitch. So I might be scary <laughs> looking. I guess I don't I don't know about that last part, but I agree with the first part. I, I mean, don't get me wrong. You're a bad bitch, but I don't see that in you. Yeah. Well, I immediately try to neutralize that like right away. I'm like, oh, no, I'm just going to show them my little sweet side, my playful side. And a lot of people get it. You know, they're like, oh, OK, fine. She's cool. Okay. Yeah. We've uh, sadly never met in person. So, mm-hmm. you know, maybe you put off just such strong energy that the people can't handle it. When they see the beauty and the energy in this complete package, they just freak out and they just start blurting stuff out and don't realize it. Maybe. Well, maybe. Good. Yeah. I'm trying to work through this with you, but I, I think you give great advice. Don't always try to impress. Just be who you are. I know. Just be who you are, and that will be impressive. Yeah. Oh, very we'll connect well connect that. I like that. Yeah. Now, we are at the end of 2023. What does 2024 have in store for you? Do you have any projects you can talk about? You can remind the listeners where you're going to be when it comes to conventions and award shows. Do you have anything that you want to tell everybody about? Projects. I have a couple projects I can't talk about. Um, all I can say is I do hope you enjoy my French dirty talk because <laughs> <laughs> there will be more of that. Nice. Um, I'm also working on 
getting dreads, massive cock inside my body in both of them. So that is a goal for 2024, to be honest, is to take dread in both my holes. Um, what else? Conventions. I don't know. I keep saying I want to do Exotica Jersey in D.C., um, but I keep getting booked for mainstream scenes instead. So we'll see what the year brings. I, I don't know. I just want to I just want to enjoy it more and do better and shoot more content and just outdo 2023. Very nice. Now, what fan votes can the fans get behind once again so they know where to go to make sure that you win what you deserve to win? Yes, please. I made a little bit link. It's um, bit.ly forward slash Natasha Nice Milf, all lowercase. That is the link to vote for me. You can vote for me as many times as you want every single day until January 20th. Very nice. Now, before I, I let you go, because you brought up another question for me, when it comes to Dread, did I see that you had his molded dildo? Yes. <laughs> uh, okay, I guess I kind of have to ask, how close are you? Um, I'm halfway. Okay. <laughs> into my, I'm halfway. <laughs> that's uh, that's going to take some effort because, wow. Yeah, that's what I've been doing on my OnlyFans live shows with them is just getting it in there. And then I'll take a little break, you know, I'll give my, my pussy a little break and then do it again. And so... I don't know if it helps to come, but I do come really hard on it. So I think that's a good sign. Yes. Well, I wish you the best of luck with that. And I wish you the best of luck with the award show and everything moving forward. Uh, it's just an honor to speak with you once again. And uh, I wish you nothing but the best in 2024. I know you're going to kill it. And mark my words, you're going to come out with some awards and, uh, I want to be the first to to say that. <laughs> you are so awesome, and I really appreciate everything. You've been awesome. Oh, thank you very much. So one more time before I let you go, where can people find you online? Um, they can find me on uh, OnlyFans.com forward slash Be Nice Natasha, Twitter.com forward slash Be Nice Natasha, and NatashaNice.CamModels.com. Fantastic. So once again, thank you very much. Have a wonderful holiday season, and hopefully I get to see you at some point in the future. Yes, thank you so much. <laughs>